This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast, where you'll learn the strategies and tactics you need to become a millionaire agent. Learn from top agents, brokers, team leaders, and experts in the industry who can help you on the path to success. And now, here's today's episode. So, Courtney, welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, first of all, I'm so excited to be here. I'm looking at where y'all are from. And I was actually in North Carolina this past November, hanging out, getting away from the cold of Canada. And I had my first Chick-fil-A uh, at that time because we don't get it in Canada, y'all. So how lucky that you guys get a Chick-fil-A gift card today, uh, courtesy of Marissa. Marissa, thanks for the introduction and, and thank you for your support. This is awesome to be here, guys. I'm super stoked to, to be able to impart what little bit of wisdom I have on, on you today and maybe support the growth of your businesses. I'll tell you a bit about my story. Uh, I've been in the business 13 years and uh, I've almost faced financial ruin so many times that I've lost count. I've, I've risked a lot of things. I've made a lot of mistakes. And I want to come to you today humbly as a person who's uh, had some losses, but has also had a few wins. And I'll share with you uh, some of those aspects of the story as I talk through the mega open house strategy that we've used successfully uh, over the past few years. Now, one of the things that I know that you're all challenged by is a lack of inventory in your market. If you do need to reach out to me or you do have other follow-up questions, you can just find me on social, hit me a friend request on Facebook or follow me on Insta. My name is spelled, as you can see it there in my Zoom window link. So I don't need to tell you about that. I'm easily found. So a bit about me, I've been doing this 13 years. Um, we're the, the largest team in our market. There's only maybe six or 800 agents in our market. And I wanted to grow my business, but the truth is that I wasn't having any success recruiting other agents from other brokerages because I was kind of public enemy number one as far as most agents were concerned. And so we developed a bootcamp program where we began teaching people from outside the industry to be successful in real estate. And we've grown our company entirely with that tool, with that source of leads, if you will, for agents. And it's been tremendously successful. Um, so this year we started off, uh, you know, about 35 agents. I think there are on the team right now with another five or six in boot camp and another five or six to start here in the next month or two. So we should finish out the year with about 50 agents. And, uh, you know, not unlike a lot of markets you folks are in, it's aggressive here. Prices are appreciating. There's a lack of inventory and our lead volume overall is dropping. And uh, so it's the kind of common challenge that a lot of us are faced with. And one of the things that I want to share with you that we're doing successfully and that I'm coaching my other team leaders and coaching clients to do is that, hey, when times are tough, we've got to be tough. And the truth is, is that, you know, a lot of us, I think, are inclined now due to access to information and technology to want to find a shiny object to chase, to sign up for, somebody to pay, a Facebook program, an Instagram program, you know, something to do with YouTube. There's got to be some magic pill that we can swallow for a thousand bucks a month that's magically going to feed us an abundance of really profitable inventory and leads and buyers and help us make a million bucks this year. And, and I'm here to tell you guys that, sure, there are effective tools out there. But in tough markets like this, here's what happens. Tough people succeed and people who've been riding a gravy train will fail and will leave the business. Okay. And I want to support you in, in being an industry leader in your market 
and talk to you about some tools and strategies that are going to support you in getting the inventory that your competitors just aren't prepared to get. Okay. Now I'm going to talk to you about a mega open house strategy today. Now, if you've been in the business for a while, you might think, well, who the hell is this guy? And why is he talking to me about open houses? Properties sell in a day for $100,000 above asking price. I don't even have a chance to get an open house in. To you, I would say, hey, listen, for industry leaders like myself and like you, we've got to be thinking next level in terms of the service that we provide our clients. And we've got to be thinking next level in terms of the, the construct of what we do to serve the people who we're working for. And we can't just mirror and match what's happening in the marketplace. We have to differentiate ourselves from what our competitors are doing. And the strategy that I'm going to share with you today uh, does just that. Okay. It is a boots on the ground strategy. It is a low dollar strategy. And it is one that requires horsepower and effort. Okay. It's not the kind of strategy that you can sit behind your laptop that you can create one simple video for. And all of a sudden you're going to have a thousand leads like you're promised by some folks on social media or the programs that you're being sold. The fact is I have nothing to sell you. I'm just telling you what works. Okay. I also just want to share with you that I'm a Cheplak select coach. Uh, my organization, along with John Cheplak selects uh, Cheplak select coaching coaches, most of the top team leaders across North America. We're talking team leaders that do 500 to 5,000 transactions per year. These strategies that I'm sharing with you today are strategies that team leaders and agents are using in top producing teams all across North America, Canada, markets like mine, the most aggressive markets to California, to Arizona, to North Carolina, to Florida. These strategies work everywhere, okay? It's real basic, guys. It starts, first of all, with uh, three, key, three key elements, okay? So you can write these down or just memorize them. But one key element is gonna be an open house. Okay, now you don't necessarily have to have an open house for this, but I, I build this strategy around an open house. We can use a similar strategy around uh, a recently sold property. You can use a similar strategy around a coming soon. Uh, but for today's purposes, we're going to build this around an open house. So it involves an open house. Okay, it'll involve using a tool called Telelisting. You can sign up for Telelisting if you don't get it for free through your brokerage. It's like 60 bucks a month or something. It's pretty cheap. Okay, you can use Telelisting. All right. You don't need a dialer. You can just use your cell phone. But if you're like me and you hate, you know, wasting time punching numbers into your phone, you can also get a tool like Mojo Dialer or one of the many dollars out there. If your database has one, you can use that. We use Sierra and Sierra has a database. Okay. And the next thing you're going to need is a Facebook account, ideally a Facebook page where you can run ads. Okay. So those are the, the basic tools that you're going to need. Telelisting, an open house, and a Facebook page that you can run ads from. So presumably somebody at your brokerage has a listing that you can open house. Now you might say, Court, listen, it's gonna get sold before the open house comes around. And I'd say, yeah, you and me both, okay? We picked up two buyers this past weekend at an open house that already had an accepted offer on it. We talked the sellers into letting us run the open house to maybe get them a backup offer on it. They said, yeah, go for it. We're already out of town. It was an average priced house, which is exactly what you want. Super average, not super high priced. Listen, my business is selling the bread and butter of the of the real estate in my market. We make our money on the average. We open house average houses because that's where the average buyers are. And we want lots and lots and lots of average buyers. Okay. So finding this open house, first thing we're going to do, let's, let's plan the open house for a Saturday, let's say. And we'll book that from a 12 to 2 
time window. Now, if in your market, wherever you are, let's say there's some sort of newspaper that the community uses widely to navigate open houses, I know that's popular in some places, for sure you can do that. I don't believe personally that print is a huge element with respect to open houses, but I know some smaller markets it can be. I don't know where you're at. That's going to be your judgment call. That would by a long shot be the most expensive piece of marketing associated with this particular strategy. So you can run a little ad if you want to. The second most expensive piece, although it's an upfront cost to this marketing strategy, is going to be a load of signs, okay? If you're putting out one or two signs for an open house, you're just missing out on massive opportunity. I'm choosing open houses to do that are average price point, average condition in average locations, ideally close to major thoroughfares. So we're going to put up like 10, 12 signs from all directions pulling in from all major thoroughfares because the bulk of your traffic is simply going to come from from the roadways on a Saturday. So if you've pegged it for, you know, 12 to two o'clock and you've got 10 or 12 signs out, yeah, you've got a major chance of getting people to come through your open house. The general concept of what I'm gonna share with you today, guys, is this, okay? You have a lack of inventory, but show me your hand if you've ever noticed that a property that sells is followed by one or two other properties that go up for sale on the same street within about a month's time. Like we've all seen it, right? So ask yourself the question, what's happening in that neighborhood? Just tell me, somebody turn their mic on and tell me what's happening in that neighborhood for those two people that's, that put up a for sale sign after the one gets sold. What are they thinking and why did they do that? Neighbors are talking to each other and telling them how much they got for their house. And these people are now deciding they, they want to get that kind of money too. Joel for the win. That's what it is, guys. Neighbors are talking. They're seeing these properties go for sale. They're asking while they're out walking their dog or they're looking on the MLS, right? And they're finding out, holy shit, you know, Bobby got a crazy price for his house. I wonder what kind of price I can get for my house. Now, here's the challenge, guys. Everybody knows five realtors, okay? Now, we want to be the person in front of that person when they make a decision. So this strategy is about getting in front of that person. Okay. Now, if you think that the shiny object marketing strategies that are being sold to us by other marketers are going to be effective in getting us in front of that particular person on that particular street, it's probably not going to work. Here is a strategy that works. Low dollar, high effect. Any one of us can do this. And guys, I can promise you, I can drop into any market in North America and know zero people with a real estate license and I'll do 200,000 in GCI my first year there. Okay. It's that good a strategy. It's all that we need to do as real estate agents. Now, yeah, you can build on it for sure. You can do easier work for sure, but this works tremendously well, okay? So that's a Saturday. The strategy starts on Monday. If you're gonna put it in your magazine or whatever, that's the day that you're gonna do that, okay? So let's assume that Monday, you do have a magazine, everybody reads it, the open houses are all in there. We get it posted on Monday. They're gonna send the proof back to you on Tuesday, okay? On Tuesday, what you're going to do, you're going to drive down to the house, okay? You're going to do a video. And listen, guys, do yourselves a favor and create video content that's different than your competitors, okay? The truth is nobody cares that you're the top selling agent. Nobody cares that you sold a property for $100,000 over asking price. The truth is everybody expects that. That's what's happening. The market's seen that from 100 other realtors. They're not thinking that you're special. Okay, create unique messaging that is special 
that portrays a story about you being successful. The story is what people want to hear. Facebook is a social media platform, social being the key word. It's not a selling platform. Okay, so get away from selling, move into storytelling. Remember that it's a social media platform. It's meant for connections. Hey guys, it's Courtney here. I'm standing outside this really awesome house at 123 Main Street. Hey, I'm doing an open house here at 12 to 2 on Saturday. I'd love to show you the property. Check out this neighborhood. Super tree-lined. The neighbors have been really friendly so far. I had a couple people wave at me. This is a two-story house. It's got four bedrooms, three up and one in the basement. It's fully finished. It's glorious in the inside. It's had a recent kitchen renovation. There's a few more details, but I don't want to keep you forever. DM me below if you have questions or come to the open house, 123 Main Street, 12 to 2 on Saturday. I'd so much love to see you then. Take good care, guys. Talk to you soon. So that's your promo video, okay? I'm running this video from my Facebook page to the neighborhood. This is really important, guys. You're going to pick like a mile radius targeting this ad, just boosting it to the neighborhood. All people, all ages. Doesn't have to be a massive ad spend. You can do like two bucks a day, five bucks a day, 10 bucks a day if you want to blow the bank on this strategy. Okay. You're just going to send that out starting on Tuesday. And if you want to do that Monday, fine. You can do it Monday, but Tuesday, no later than. Okay. Ideally early in the morning on that day. So it gets traction throughout the day. Post that over to your personal page as well so that your friends and your family can see what you're doing. Okay. By the way, you didn't hear me share post it organically to your to your personal page it gets better traction if you just post it organically instead of sharing it across basically replicating the exact same post okay so now you've got this post happening right on tuesday wednesday here is what you're going to do okay wednesday you're going to go into your telelisting account and do the same thing you're going to drop a pin on that address expand out a mile radius it's easy to do you just literally draw a circle and it's going to give you all the landlines that are available in that area. Okay, now it's really important that you dial these people either from eight to 9 a.m. or from five to 6 p.m. I have a preference for five to six, okay? And you might say, hey, Cora, well, people are having dinner. I don't wanna interrupt people. And I'll say, hey, listen, you don't interrupt people and I'll sell houses, how about that? I don't care about dinner. I'm selling real estate, all right? So while you're worried about how somebody's feeling, I'm gonna go out and get that money, okay? So don't worry, just go out and get that money. People are going to pick up their phone. If you use the script that I will share with you right now, see this is being recorded, you will not get hung up on. People will be grateful that you are calling them. They will ask you questions about the property and you will get appointments just from this phone call. Okay. So it goes like this. Out of curiosity, who wants to role play with me? Let's have a little fun. Can't be Joel though. <laughs> Who wants to do it? Chip, how about you? Chip's good at that. It's easy, guys. Your role is like, hello. All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay, who am I talking to? Where, where are you? I'm Chip. Chip. All um, right. Cool. I see you now, Chip. I just wanted to lay eyes on you, okay? Okay. So it, ring, ring. Hello. Hi, is this Chip? Yes. Hey, Chip, it's Courtney calling from the Atkinson team over at EXP Realty. Hey, Chip, I just wanted to let you know I'm doing an open house for a friend of yours down the street at 123 Main Street this Saturday from 12 to 2. I'm honoring a promise that I made to my client down there that I'd reach out to everybody in the neighborhood, Chip, and give them a personal invitation to this open house. Now, listen, Chip, I know most people in the neighborhood, like your neighbor, your my client, 
want to have some control over who moves into the neighborhood and you'd like to have a sense of who your next neighbor might be. So tell me, Chip, do you know somebody that's maybe looking at making a move in the next little while, or maybe you and your partner are thinking about making a move at some point in time? Yeah, I have some friends that have been interested in our neighborhood. Yeah. Tell me more about that, Chip. Well, um, you know, they like the school district and when they come over here, we always have a good time, but they just never can't find a house in the neighborhood. So Fantastic. Well, one of the things that I do for my clients, Chip, is I constructively create a time frame so that these properties aren't getting sold in like 12 hours like so many happen. What I do for my clients is give properties an appropriate amount of exposure so I can give a maximum number of people an opportunity to see the house. And that's why I'm doing this open house. Hey, Chip, could I reach out to your friends and maybe give them a call and give them a personal invitation to this open house on Saturday? Yeah, sure. What's their names and numbers, please? Um... Bob and Sue Smith. Awesome. Chip, listen, thanks so much. Chip, tell me this. Are you thinking about making a move anytime soon? Are you, are you and your partner curious about what your property's worth? Yes, the same thing. I don't know where I'm going to go. So I, yeah. I, I'm open, but I don't know what I'd do. Chip, listen, man, I, I feel exactly what you're saying. One of the greatest challenges that people are having right now, trust me, your neighbor down the street is having the same challenge too. In fact, when I first started speaking to them, they were wondering, hey, listen, we'd like to sell, we'd like to upsize, but we're not sure how we're going to be able to do it. Maybe we wind up homeless for two or three months. So Chip, what we did for them is the same thing that I could do for you or for your friends. We control inventory. Okay, so first of all, we use a coming soon strategy. I can tell you about that when we meet. Then we use what we call our mega open house strategy, and that's what we're implementing for your neighbors right now. And then strategically, we hold our offers open for an appropriate amount of time and then strategically use a window of time that's about three weeks long to get out there looking for properties using a seller's condition so that our clients never wind up homeless. They're always going to be in a position of control in this market, which is one of the things that most people are super scared of. Chip, does that sound like that might be a solution to the challenge that you're faced with? I'd be interested in hearing more about it. Cool, Chip. Listen, I'm going to be in the neighborhood on Saturday. You're just down the street. Maybe I pop by sometime around three o'clock. Would that work for you? Yeah, that'd be good. Okay, cool, Chip. What's your address? Um, 4525 uh, McCorkle Lane. Fantastic. And Chip, this is your home phone number, but I wonder if you could give me your cell phone number, please. Yeah, 704-806-2410. Awesome. And Chip, tell me, are you the only decision maker in the sale of your property or somebody else that you'd be speaking to about this? Uh, definitely my wife. Okay, fantastic. You and me both, Chip. So uh, what's your wife's name and phone number there, Chip? It's uh, Sky Hickson, okay. 704-578-3436. Really appreciate that, Chip. I asked this information so that I can send you both a text message. I want to give you an introduction to me, just a quick video that you can share with your wife so you know who's coming by and some of the questions that we'll be answering. I've also got three things that I'll ask you to prepare for me as well, Chip, but I'll send those all in this text message just to make sure that when I come over, we can make sure that we're making use of your time and, and not kind of spinning our tires. I don't want to I don't want to waste your Saturday. It should only take us about a half an hour, 45 minutes to get some of the foundational stuff out of the way. And, and then if that answers a lot of your questions and you're feeling like we should meet again, we can certainly do that, Chip. But uh, tell you what, I'll look forward to seeing you at your place three o'clock on Saturday afternoon, okay? All right, good deal. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you, Chip. Thanks so much, okay? So guys, listen, I want you to remember there's a couple key things that you heard me say to Chip here. And Chip, thanks for an excellent role play. 
that you're super easy. It's usually not that easy, by the way. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't then, know if you wanted me to be tough or not. So. He's making a gravy on me. It's, it's usually not that easy, but I will tell you that it often goes something like that. It's, you know, you got to work a little bit harder for it, for sure. But I, I, you got to remember, don't ask people how they're doing, first and foremost. Okay, first of all, they don't know me. I don't know them, and I don't care, and they don't care how, if I care. Don't ask them how they're doing. You're going to get off your vibe. You're going to lose them, and they're going to want to hang up on you. Okay. My name is Courtney. I'm with Atkinson team at eXp Realty. Hey, I'm telling you, I'm doing an open house down the street from 12 to 2 this Saturday, and I'm honoring a promise. Guys, people don't hang up on people that honor promises, do they? They do not. Okay. And I wanted to follow through on my commitment. Now, who am I now? I'm a man of integrity now. Do you hang up on people that have integrity? Absolutely not. I'm a friend of your neighbor. Do you hang up on your neighbor's friends? Absolutely not. I've used Chip's name like five times in here. So I'm a person of integrity. I'm a friend of his neighbor. And now he and I are becoming friends. Okay. These are key elements to the script, guys. Now, if you think it doesn't work, I'm just telling you, I'm going to come to your market and make that money because it does. Okay. People do want to speak to me. They do invite me to their house and I do list their houses before they call one of the other five realtors that they knew. And why is that, guys? Because those realtors are lazy. They're not making these phone calls. Straight truth. Guys, this is harder work, okay? Who here loves cold prospecting? Show of hands, your favorite thing on planet Earth. It's one of my least favorite things, guys. Okay, I'm just telling you. And here's the thing. Realtors across North America, what do you think they hate the most? Cold prospecting. So are you going to be like everybody else? You're going to be unique and find a script that works. Just telling you, use that script. It works. You'll get those listings. You'll get that money. You'll list properties above the five people that they already know. And now a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Kanzel Realty. One of the other things we give you is revenue share, where you get five levels of money in your downline every time you attract an agent to the company. And guess what? The first three levels open up right away. So let's pretend like you're not a great recruiter, but you bring on a couple people who are heavy hitters. Guess what? You don't have to hire five or 10 agents to open up those tiers. You automatically get those. So that's what makes us very different. This is Kanzel. Okay, but it gets better, all right? Sometimes you're not going to get these people. You're going to leave a voice message that's pretty much the exact same script that I just shared with you, okay? Don't leave all your detailed information and all that, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's got call display. Don't sweat it. Invite them to the open house. The point is they're going to see your ad. They've got your voice message. And what do you think is happening now the next day, all right? So we got our Tuesday ad, our Wednesday phone call. What's happening Thursday? Why? Proximity, guys. These people are looking at a for sale sign down the street. And what question are they asking themselves right now? How much is Bob and Sue's house listed for? I wonder if we should sell our house. So do you think I should be waiting around for my branding to show up for them somewhere in the neighborhood? Uh-uh. Front and center. I got an ad targeting their neighborhood. I got a phone call targeting their house. And now I'm at their door, increasingly aggressive, right? But by the time I show up at their door, your door knocking, by the way, has to be at supper time. You're going to do it 5 to 7 p.m. 
You can do it two nights if you can't get to all the doors in that area. Okay. So again, two hours at minimum, sunlight hours, dark hours. I don't care. People respect you more if you're doing it in the rain and snow. I can tell you that I do it in the snow. I've done it in the rain. The colder, the windier the day, the more likely they are to invite me into their house. And that's where I need to be. Right. Same script. Hey, my name is Courtney. I'm with the Atkinson team at eXp Realty. I'm doing an open house down the street from 12 to 2 on Saturday, and I've promised my client, your neighbor, that I would go around personally inviting everybody into the neighborhood. And I wanted to honor that promise by coming to your door today and just extending a personal invitation to you. Now, tell me, because I know that most people want to have some control over the folks that are moving into their neighborhood, would you happen to know somebody that's making a move in the next little while? Right? Same script. Notice, guys, that I'm not asking if I know somebody that's moving into the neighborhood, I literally just want them thinking about, do I know anybody looking at buying or selling real estate? Because I don't care if it's this neighborhood or not personally. You I mean, love, love to double end this house, don't get me wrong. But if they're selling a house across town somewhere, if this person has a rental property that they're tired of, if these guys want to move, hey man, I'm all about it. I'm happy to take that listing too, okay? Getting in front of these people, guys, while they're actively making decisions to buy or sell real estate is imperative. You will get this job ahead of the five other realtors that they already know. The reason that they're gonna do that is they see your hustle, okay? They've seen your ad, which is what? It's different. It's just casual, celebrating an open house. They haven't seen an ad like this. Usually it's some realtor, Hey, my name is Courtney Atkinson, and I'm the greatest realtor in the city here. And I, I want you to know that if you want to buy or sell, you should give me a call, 505-5555. Like, guys, everybody's doing that. It's so boring. That kind of shit sucks. Don't suck. Make greater content, right? Target your neighborhoods. Get on the phone and call these people. Leave messages if you have to and show up at their doors. You're right now, by that third day, the best realtor that they've ever met. And they don't even know you right? We haven't even got to the point of the open house yet, okay? So you're using the strategy Thursday, Friday night. You're going to get up, bang those doors, block that off, okay? This is a strategy, guys. You can pick up a listing or two a week with this strategy, okay? Especially in a hot market like the one that y'all are in right now. It's time to make bank, okay? Like maybe you don't have 10 years of this in you, but if you got a year of it in you, great. Go make another $200,000 this year and take next year off, whatever, right? My point is this, you haven't even done the open house yet and you've already generated opportunities for more business, okay? Your Sunday is not gonna be spent out showing houses and looking at opportunities to list more properties for sale, okay? At the open house, super imperative guys, that you have an application either on your iPad or your smartphone to get people registered, okay? Now, listen, I get that people are a little bit hesitant to give away information. Here's the thing. You simply cannot let them in the house unless they sign in. Full stop, period, non-negotiable. I'm looking around here and I see a lot of women on this phone call, guys, and, and I don't mean to bring the vibe of our call down, but we've all heard scary stories, haven't we? Okay? And I don't want a scary story to involve any of my friends here. I would strongly discourage any of you from putting yourselves in a place of risk. And listen, I know guys, I'm not a super tough dude. I might look big and scary, tattooed and whatnot, but I probably can't fight my way out of a guy with a gun or a knife. All right. I want to know people's information. I'm going to verify their ID. 
two reasons why. Personal safety, the safety of my seller. It's irresponsible for me to let a stranger into a client's house without personally verifying their identification. Okay, it's irresponsible. I won't give it to you. Hey, that's no trouble. I respect your right to privacy. I'm sorry I can't let you in this house. 95% of those people are now signing up. Are they a little annoyed? Sure. Am I safe? Yes. Is my seller safe? Yes. Thanks, I verified your identity. Away you go. Next thing about an open house, guys, everybody's got a different style. I'll tell you about a style that works really, really well for me. So I greet people at the door, okay? I'm controlling the flow, okay? I'm controlling the flow of my open house. Hey, so great to meet you. My name's Courtney. I'm hosting the open house today. What's your name? Hey, Bob, so great that you're here. Thanks for coming to my open house today, Bob. Hey, Bob, for my personal security and for the security of the homeowners, I've committed to getting everybody to provide me with their personal name, their phone number, and their email address. And I also have to verify your identification. So if you wouldn't just mind filling in this form and showing me your identification, then I can let you into the house. How does that sound? Okay, no problem. Listen, I'm not even letting him up the stairs if he doesn't provide this information for me. Okay, non-negotiable, like I said, all right? Hey, Bob, thanks for doing that. So, Bob, I'll tell you a little bit about how I run my open houses. I'm not the kind of person that's going to run around this house and tell you all about it. Truth be told, I think that you'll probably have a better feel for the house, but I'm not chasing you around. There's things that you're curious about or interested in that I probably don't know about. So, Bob, what I'd like you to do is take a personal tour of the property, Okay, I'm going to stay here in the kitchen. And what I would ask you to do, Bob, when you're done your tour of the property, just come back and chat with me and give me some feedback on the property, if you don't mind. I'd like to be able to share that with my sellers. I will tell you that there's three bedrooms upstairs. There's an ensuite that you'll find there as well. The condition of the property is pretty good. There's no issues with the property that we're aware of. And if you have other questions that you want me to address for you, just let me know when you come back and give me your feedback. How does that sound, Bob? Sounds great. Fantastic. Another person coming in. Send them on their way. Another person sending them on their way. They all know they're coming back with me. And guess who's standing at the top of the stairs or blocking the door before anybody leaves? I'm controlling this, right? Now, listen, I, I guess some credit because I'm a bigger guy, but nobody's getting by me. You don't want to give me feedback? You're not getting out the door. We have a deal here. Like this, this isn't like this isn't free. Like I'm out here for a purpose. And I've told you what your job is. Your job is to give me feedback. So, Bob, tell me, what do you think of the house? Blah, 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 blah. Awesome. Hey, Bob, let me ask you, what brought you to the house today? Well, I saw the sign. Fantastic. You thinking about moving into this neighborhood, Bob? Yeah, we've given some thought to it. Tell me, when's your, when's your time frame for making that a reality, Bob? Well, not too sure. We've got some things, blah, 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 blah. Hey, Bob, listen, I know that most people that are starting to look at open houses are somewhere between three months and three years from probably buying or selling. And, I just have to ask you, where do you think you are in that time frame? Well, we're probably somewhere around a year. Okay, fantastic, Bob. Listen, one of the things that I know for a fact, Bob, is that you can't collect information too early. And I'm sure that you know that this is a really tumultuous market. Things are changing really quickly. So why don't we do this? I can set up a time to come over and chat with you at your property, give you some answers to questions. It's not like I'm going to bring any paperwork with me. No intent on making anything happen. My job at this stage in the game, Bob, is really just to help people get the information that they need to make educated choices about what's in their best interest. And so if I can sit down with you and anybody else that's involved in the selling process of your property, 
I could probably help you make a plan that would line up with your year strategy for making a move. I've got some time tomorrow afternoon. Bob, do you want to meet sometime around two or three o'clock? Just like that. Suggest two times. Always asking the when question. You know, that's a really key one, guys. By the way, one of my favorite scripts for prospecting warmer cold leads is just simply asking people when they're going to move. So let's say somebody calls my uh, is on my my website. We'll just call them. Hey, it's Courtney from the Atkinson team. Just wanted to say thanks. That's the honor piece, by the way, for visiting my website. Wanted to reach out to you today and just ask you, when are you thinking about making a move? Not if you're making a move. That's a yes or no question. I'm assuming they're moving. Who looks at real estate and isn't thinking about making a move? I don't care if it's 10 years from now or three years from now, two years from now, three months from now. When? Well, I was just looking. Hey, no stress, Bob. I understand a lot of people are out looking for real estate. But the other fact is, is that some folks are thinking about doing something in three months or three years. When would you say your time frame is, Bob? Circling back on when, okay? So you keep on asking those who, what, when, where, sometimes why questions. You're facilitating trust, you're building rapport, and you're creating an opportunity to get proximity with that person, immediately pushing for that appointment. Now, I will tell you this, I'm in Canada. Now, guys, listen, I'm considered like 10 out of 10 aggressive in Canada. Okay. Now for me to be in one of your markets, it's probably more like seven out of 10 aggressive because I've been down the States before y'all push hard with your sales. Okay. So if this can work in Canada, it's certainly going to work in your market. It works well. We pick up two leads a week on this predictably. Okay. Buyer, seller. And those are leads that are acting quickly. These aren't like a web lead where you might not do anything for a year to three years. We're talking people that are high intent. They are qualified that have equity, that just need answers. Now you can answer these questions by getting in front of them first, building that proximity, building that trust, building that rapport, and getting to them before they call one of their five friends who they don't feel is as qualified as you are because of what you just did, your ad, your phone call, and you're showing up at the door. Now you might say, hey, listen, Courtney, my script's not as good as yours. And I say, hey, listen, you got a recorded video, go practice it a hundred times and it will be. I've literally done this thousands of times. So yeah, I'm on point with it, but you can be too. You know what you've got that I didn't have when I was learning my scripts? A smartphone to record yourself. Look at this. So two clicks, boom, boom. Okay, video. And now I'm practicing my script. Hey, is this Bob? Hey, Bob, it's Courtney calling from the Atkinson team. Just wanted to touch base and talk to you about an open house that I'm doing down the street from you from 12 to two on Saturday. Go through the script, record yourself. Where did you stumble? How did it sound? Show it to your partner, show it to your friend, get the feedback, try it again, do it a hundred times, you're gonna be mint, okay? Guys, um, that's the bulk of what I wanted to share with you today. We've got 20 minutes here, about 22 minutes to be exact. I'd like to open Actually, up. we don't. It's it's only a 30-minute thing. So oh. we actually are a little bit over. But I do have a couple questions that people ask. This was so good. I didn't want to interrupt you because you were on a roll and it was so amazing. But I do have a couple questions that I looked at in the chat that I want to make sure you answer. One person said, how far ahead should you put the open house signs? Number two, where are you getting the phone numbers of when you're calling the people? And what percentage of people have a landline? Those are three questions I saw. If you have any others, please type them in the chat now. Great. First of all, my apologies for going over. Uh, answer to the first question. 
uh, how far out for the open house signs. If you're putting 10 or 12 signs out, I'm going to start if on a 12 o'clock open house, probably about 11 o'clock. Okay. Going to go place them out. I usually did that myself. Yes, you can hire people, but you know what? I would go into the neighborhood. I'd spot the for sale signs and so forth and maybe run into a neighbor. So I would do it about an hour ahead of time. I'd also recognize that I'm probably going to get hung up at my open house talking to people. And so by the time I start setting up at 11, the open house finishes at two, I get out of there and get my signs taken down. It's probably three or three 30. So I can only really plan on doing one a day. Right now you can time shorten your open houses a little bit, but with this market, you get a lot of traffic, especially if you're choosing those average houses with those primo locations and you're putting lots of signs out. you're going to have a lot of people show up. So that's question one. Question two, where do you get the phone numbers? Telelisting has those all in there, okay? By address, so you can, there's a map function in there and you can simply dial on your cell phone from the screen on your computer or you can export the list and import the list into your dialer, okay? And like I said to you before, there's several dialers out there, many databases have them uh, and uh, you can search that yourself. Uh, third question was, what percentage of people have landlines? Um, realistically, it's probably like 15, 25% if I'm taking a guess on the, on the low to high range. But here's the question that I want to ask for you. Who does have a landline? Just survey says, who has landlines right now? Mm. Older people. Mm -hmm. What are older people thinking about? Downgrading. Yeah. Perfect, right? Right. Yeah, man, make those dials. Okay, what questions you got? Keep going. Um, we do have another one that said, um, has anyone ever countered you on saying that realtors are not supposed to control who moves you in, who moves into a certain neighborhood? I think you may mentioned something like, I know you want to know who your neighbors are. How would you respond to that? Yeah, that's a fair question. And there's legislation around that, as you well know, about realtors controlling that. I'm just putting a question to neighbors. And this isn't about anything else other than the fact that, hey, listen, I like to live in a good neighborhood where I like my neighbors, right? And I might have a friend who's looking at my neighborhood. So I'm not personally putting myself in a position of risk by asking that question. It's a common question that people are going to ask, okay? Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review so we can get this out to more agents. And tune in next week for another power-packed episode. This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast.